You now tuned into the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on the SonicBreakdown.com. Man, it's time to wake up. Time to wake up. Get this cake up. Get this cake up. Only thing I care about is switch. Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl Seth Wonder, aka the female host, and you are tuned in right now to the Stay Woke Podcast. Keep it here. Huh? Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by the SonicBreakdown.com. If you haven't checked out a review, you're slipping. Go check that out. Uh, I think the latest review we have out is on um, XX Tenacion. Um, and again, we did put a disclaimer on that article because we are aware of the legal issues that he's having, um, but we're not condoning or condemning um, him. We're going to let the legal system determine that. Um, so we're, we're not going to comment on that at this time. Um, but I want to get into today. We have a special guest, and this is going to be another segment of Let's Talk About It. And this for this segment, we're going to have Sis Wonder. And if you don't know, you're slipping again. Um, you should have seen her on our page. Uh, she has uh, several videos out. And she has uh, uh, her album out called What Would Hove Do, which is a dope. Uh, actually, I should say What Would Hove Do Volume 1, which is a dope project that uh, I definitely say everybody should go check out. And uh, so let's get to know this uh, this this female MC, this spitting hard MC uh, from New Jersey. So what's up, sis? Hey, what's going on? Just glad to to have you for the podcast, and uh, let's let's get to know you a little bit more. Um, thank you, thank you for having me. Uh, no problem. So, as I stated, you are from New Jersey, correct? I am from New Jersey. Okay, and uh, from if if anybody out there who's seen her videos, you can definitely tell that uh, she has an East Coast uh, flair. Uh, as a uh, this West Coast boy over here uh, <laughs> can definitely uh, <laughs> tell. Um, when I do want to start by talking about with with you is what made you decide to start rapping and get into hip-hop um actually i've been rapping for quite some time now um i got into it at a very young age um maybe when i was about seven or eight years old i used to put together talent shows um at my school actually i used to host them and perform as well but um hip-hop has always been a part of a part of my um my life um i have <clears throat> my cousin was a part of it my brothers did it, you know, so it was just hereditary it's and it family slowed thing. down to me. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, definitely. And um, so so it's definitely clear that they were a big influence in, in like guiding you into the music. What about their music that really caught your, your ear, that, that really drew your attention? Was it the lyrics? Um, was it the production? Yes, they, um, it was basically the lyrics more so, you know, back in the days, um, back then, you know, my brothers and, and them didn't really have too much production. They were just rappers. They were just writing rhymes on papers and reciting them. You know what I mean? Back in those days. So that was a, a very big, uh, major influence on me, you know, sitting there watching my brother write rhymes and he would recite them to me. Mm-hmm. And and I would do the same thing. But actually, I wasn't rapping back then. When I was young, I used to be a little singer. I used to run around singing. <laughs> and um, he used to write, yeah, he used to write songs and um, recite his raps to me. And I would sit there and write r&b and sing to him but um i found that writing r&b was difficult for me and i seen how fast he would write raps mm. and it was just so fluent to him and then one day i just wrote a rap and recited my rap to him and of course it was you know baby raps you know mm. but you gotta start somewhere i was a baby then and um it's just been that ever since and would you say um was that was that the pivot point for you from um like diverging from the R and B to more strictly just hip hop? Like what was when did you make that decision? I made that decision maybe actually at that moment. Okay. <laughs> I was probably about seven or eight years old, yeah, and that's when I made the transition from 
sang into rapping. That's when I really started writing raps, writing little, you know, little nursery rhymes at that age, seven, eight years old. Of course, that's what it was. But um, from there, that's where I started. Like you said, everybody got to start somewhere. And and a- absolutely. And it, it but uh, what I do want to touch on as well is it's not just that you started and and like we said, everybody starts from somewhere is the fact that you kept on honing and and um, catering your craft to, to be better. Um, I mean, Absolutely. I don't know what you sounded like then, but I, I know nobody starts out sounding like, like you do now. So I knew there had to be right. a process. And, and what, yeah, definitely a process. And what was the thing that kept you motivated to keep going to, to do that? Because there's a lot of people that say they want to be rappers and, you know, uh, a year, a month or so goes by and then they just drop it. And not saying that they shouldn't, but some people have to have that dedication, that, that consistency. Like, but what is it about you or what gives you that? to keep going? Um, I basically kept going because like I said, before I even started rapping, I was singing and I was putting together talent shows and I was dancing and I was hosting. So I always wanted to be a performer, mm. you know, performing was always in me. So to, uh, to continue rapping, it was just in me. It was in me to be a performer before anything. So, you know, just wanting to be, wanting to entertain people is what kept me going. I gotcha. And um, I want to kind of, Fast forward a little bit and get into what would Hope do volume one? Because uh, I think that's a really mm-hmm. good, a really dope project. And um, that was my first introduction to you. So that kind of mm-hmm. set the tone. And what was going into your, your thinking of when you were creating that project? Well, what actually started it was um, for quite some time now, um, I've always had a, a comparison to Jay-Z. You know, people, when they hear me or when they see my stage performance or, you know, when they hear my music, however they hear it, they always say, you know what, she reminds, she gives me like a female Jay-Z aura just from, just from my cadence. Mm. You know what I mean? My cadence on these, on these records and, and the way I deliver these records and some things that I say on these records that people don't catch right then and there, but you may catch it two or three times after you hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I've always had that comparison to Jay-Z in that form. And, um, like I said, it's been, um, I've had that comparison for quite some time, for years, you know, and I always took it as, you know, positive, as a positive feedback, you know, like, all right, you know, I'm on the right track. You know, Jay-Z is one mm-hmm. of my major musical influences when it comes to rap. You know, yeah. he was someone that I that I looked up to. He's someone that I still look up to. So for people to to see that see the comparisons between me and him and, and basically say my cadence is like him, I knew I was on the right track, you know, and um, I decided to do the What Will Hold Do Volume 1 because... I always got that comparison. Oh, it's like a female JC, the way you deliver, you know, the way when you hit that stage, you know, you know, just, just my whole, my whole aura, you know what I mean? So it was just, um, it was a moment of time of when it was like, you know what, let me put out this project of a whole through volume one, because this is basically who show it shows who testimony is in a way. I got you. And I, I agree with you. Uh, I do definitely hear a, a whole cadence and, and, not just in the cadence, but just in the 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 delivery of it's you know the cadence, not just right. the timing, but the delivery of it, and where you like choose your pauses and things of that nature, and it doesn't seem forced. Where there's a right. lot of people that right. try Absolutely. to sound like Hove, and they because they want right. to feed that Absolutely. buzz, but I don't get that when I listen to your music. I don't get that you're trying to be in that lane. It just that's not just how you are. It's like 
They say it's just, uh, exactly. It's yeah. just two sets. It's just two sets. One that is. Yeah. You know, it's never forced. You know, I I never want to be anybody but myself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? As a as a young girl, I always looked up to Aaliyah. You know, mm-hmm. as a young girl looking up. You know, but as of now, I don't want to be anybody but myself. And this is something that I want people to understand too, because I don't want people to think, oh, she's trying to sound like mm-hmm. Jay Z or she wants to be Jay Z. I don't want to be anybody but Seth Wonder. You know, and I don't know if people know or not, you know, but I sat in Rock Nation and I had a meeting with Lenny S, which is one of Jay's yeah. main men. That's you his, know? That's and, his um, boy. Yeah. I, right. That's his boy. Exactly. And as I sat in there, he actually told me, you know, I see that whole female Jay-Z cadence in you. And for him to even co-sign that, you know, and it's not being forced. It's just mm-hmm. who Seth Wonder is. Usually when somebody's putting on an act or a front, there's going to be a time when somebody sees through that. <laughs> it's just evident. Absolutely. You can't you can't be somebody else forever. Like so Right, exactly. The fact that enough people are saying it independent of each other without not knowing it and they're still saying this, it 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 means that it like you said it's genuine. It's just that's just who it's you genuine. are. It's just Absolutely. part it's just part of you. And and I agree. Like you, nobody needs to be anybody else. Everybody's fine who they are. Just try to be the best version of yourself. Just try um, that to be the be. best version of yourself. Absolutely. For for that particular project, what would Hope do Volume One? I really liked how you the the flow of the production, like when what beat you chose to start with the ruler. Uh, you can't go much better than that, and then how you ended it with right. uh, Dynasty. I just like that flow of it. And what was your thinking into going of determining that flow? Uh, just you wanted to make it a complete story, or did you have a, an idea or a theme going in outside of you know um, the Hope comparison? Um, I just really wanted to, um, I just wanted to really just show the people who I was, you know, mm-hmm. people who do know me already. I wanted to reintroduce myself and people who don't know me. I wanted to introduce myself to, you know, so with me choosing to do the ruler first, I just, it just felt right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, for me to end it with dynasty, it just felt right. You know, I know whole started with dynasty, you know, but I wanted to end it with dynasty because I wanted people, I wanted to leave a lasting impression. Yeah, and then, you know, I wanted these people to really remember who Seth Wonder is and what Seth Wonder stands for. That's 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 interesting because I didn't even think about that part. That I forgot. You're right. Dynasty does start it, and then uh, so that that is an interesting dynamic that you 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 laid it out that way. Is there yeah. a is there a particular track that's your favorite off of that project? I know um, it's yeah, like a baby. My... So <laughs> I know it's like your baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I, I, I love them all. Um, I can definitely go with Dope Girl, too. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites. That's perfect, because uh, that's one of the uh, one of the tracks that I picked out that I did want to talk to you about and, and to like kind of break mm-hmm. that down a little bit more. And from from what I took from Dope Girl, I, first of all, I think it's a great song. Um, I think it's a great Thank track. Um, I think, to me, you can really tell, outside of you know your other tracks, that you really, you don't just... It's not just words on a paper. You're not just putting words that rhyme together, that fit together, that Absolutely. sound cool. You're actually putting some thought and saying, you know, this is the message that I'm trying to say with this verse, with this Absolutely. with this track, whatever. And you don't get that from everybody. And I'm not hating on nobody else that doesn't do it. I'm just saying that there needs to be balance. There needs to be people that mm-hmm. do do that. And you can have people that don't, but it needs to be a nice fair balance. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I took away from Dope Girl, it felt like a very uh, female empowerment um uh, feminist, not, I don't say feminist, but, um, feminism, um, type of yeah. track of, you know, 
letting women know that you can be you can be strong you can be empowered you can get what you what you feel like you need and you want um and not need a man and not need to feel uh inferior to a man is that the the kind of point that you're trying to get with that track absolutely that's exactly the direction of it um i just wanted females to know that you know you don't have to depend on anyone you know be your be your own boss you understand what i'm saying don't don't be out here worrying about if a dude got money or things like that. Where's your money? You know, have your own money. You know what I mean? I want I want these females to know that anything that they get from a man is extra. It shouldn't be what they only have. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. so I wanna I want these females to be dope, you know. Um, I know that there was a time that, you know, we had a bad bitch era. You know, every girl was a bad bitch, you know, and and it started off winning. It started off winning, but now I see it wheezing in the back because I see mm. so many girls who titled themselves a bad bitch, but I've seen so many bad bitches get disrespected mm-hmm. by men. Yeah. You know, and it's a different approach when it comes to a dope girl. You know, as as me being a dope girl, I've been a dope girl all of my life. This is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I rap about in dope girl is not just made up. This is I'm this is who I am, you know, and this is what I'm trying to show these girls out here that, you know, it's time to be dope, you know, because like I said, I've seen so many quote-unquote bad bitches get disrespected and i'm like wow like you know the approach that that i see some men take towards these bad bitches is like wow like you know it's just it's it's degrading you know what i mean and as for myself i've never been degraded in such a way by a man or by by a guy you know sometimes as a woman you need men to feel intimidated you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what that's the approach that men have on me because they know they can't approach me in any type of way. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a lot of these women, sometimes these men think they're pushovers. Mm. So they feel like they can say whatever they want to say to them. But when it comes to me, I I, I, I freeze them. Not, I, they stop. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a different type of respect level that they have for me. And I just want these women out here to know that you know, um, it, it's time to change that. You know, that bad bitches is belittling. It's time to be dope. You know what I mean? It's just a whole different approach and it's a whole different lifestyle for women. And I think that right now, women need a voice. You know, they need a voice for somebody to tell them, you know, girl, you can be dope. You know, you don't you don't need a man. You know, that's extra. You know, you, you be the man. You know what I mean? When men claim they the man, oh, that's that man, that's that nigga. No, you be that. But you can still be a woman, but you be that. You stand firm on that. Yeah, and I think that's that's a important message that I think that all people need to to know. And and I do agree with you, women, and especially with this climate, um, we'll say the political climate. We won't get into that too much, but the way that uh, it seems the the culture and society is moving isn't in the direction we should be moving. And so having things like that of of telling women, yeah. Be that boss, demand the respect because right absolutely in some in some respects, especially even take out gender, just with people in general, people will give you what you'll allow them to give you, and if you're gonna exactly. allow them to disrespect you, you're gonna allow them to to not value you, not uh hold you as a, to the level of importance that you should be held to, then that's what you're gonna get, and so I think it's exactly. it's very admirable of you to 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 pass that message along to others that aren't as empowered as you um so that they can develop that mentality because it is a mentality and it's just like with anything it is you got to exercise it and continue to work on it um to to get better at it absolutely again i I think that's that's a dope track um there was a line i wouldn't say it's like the greatest line of yours because you have a lot of great lines but it was a line that like you said um earlier about how sometimes you'll say something and then you won't get it until 
or you won't you might not you heard it but you didn't hear it <laughs> right, right and then absolutely. and then you go oh shit i get what <laughs> i missed that right right and one of those yeah, lines right. exactly one of those lines uh was i ain't throwing subs i ain't feeding you niggas um <laughs> and i just i, I did right when when it because i was doing stuff and then i heard that and i was like oh shit <laughs> right and, right and, you catch it like oh my god yeah it absolutely. made it made me laugh and then i was like i was like because it's so true in that aspect of it, the fact of it's a dope line because of the double entendre and how it fits how it rides how it matches the beat but then when you think about it right, it's like right. on, on the deeper level of like subtweeting, sub talking about people in that aspect of like right. I'm not gonna do that because that's no, still giving you shine. That. That's giving not. you shine. That's exactly. giving you light. Why am I gonna give exactly. you that light? And I just thought that was exactly. an interesting idea that more people I think and especially the way society is with social media and everything nowadays, I think more people need to take that into heart. Because we're yeah, seeing absolutely. all these little I don't well, let me all these people that aren't as talented as others, like the Catch Me Outside girl getting record labels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only reason why she got that label is because we gave her the shine by saying that, clicking, clicking the, her photos, clicking, cl- listening to the songs. That, but why are we giving people that don't deserve that that level of acknowledgement? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think about Absolutely. things of that nature? Like, and I'm not saying that there's anything against Catch Me Outside girl getting signed, but She's right, not a rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not a rapper, right. she's not an artist. Like so how is that for you as as somebody that's trying to that that is in the industry that is making it and you see other people that you know are talented trying to get there? How, like how does that affect your mentality and your mindset? Um, you know, in the past it used to get to me, you know, when I used to, you know, come across artists that wasn't as lyrically talented as some other artists are, say as for myself, you mm-hmm. know, um and I used to see them get the recognition and the shine. And it's like, wow, like, people really cling to this, you know. And like I said, it used to get to me in the past. But as of now, as of today, you know, I, I totally let it go, you know. I just feel like whatever whatever's meant for you is going to be meant, you know what I mean? And um, you can't really... You can't really dwell on it too much because people are going to cling to what they like. You know, you put music out there for people to judge. So if they cling to that, if they cling to her, then, you know, so be it. And well wishes to her and her success. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I look at it now, because if you sit back and you think like, oh, my gosh, how did this person get this recognition? And this is not even that high and I'm better than this. You know, you're going to you're going to be sitting in, in, in misery for a while. You know, and for me, I don't want to sit there. You know, I'm just going to press forward and I'm going to keep going. So I wish everybody well, you know, whether you're hot, whether you're not, you know, what's, what's for you is going to be for you and what's not is not. Gotcha. It's, it sounds like, um, just like it's wasted energy basically because you fretting, frustrated, stressing, uh, contemplating why they got where they did. It's not going to change your situation. <laughs> so, right, so absolutely. why waste that absolutely. energy? Might as well just continue working on your craft. And like you said, if and, and I, I believe this as well, if you work hard, on, hard enough, long enough, and dedicated enough, somebody will see it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to transition from um, what would Hope do Volume One to your upcoming project, um, and mm-hmm. uh, that's Man in the Mirror, correct? Correct. And so what, first let's start with the title. What, what, what made you decide on, on, on getting, picking that title out of all the thousands and millions of titles that you could have picked from? 
Well, um, I actually named it Man in the Mirror because it actually feeds off of Dope Girl. You know, it goes mm. hand in hand with Dope Girl. So, um, like I said, you know, I'm a female and I'm all for female empowerment. I, I'm, I'm team female. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I named it Man in the Mirror because when people go to my page or when people see me in person, person or whether you look at a picture or you see me on a blog, you know, people look at me and they think that the things that I have isn't, isn't from me. You know, people mm. automatically judge, Oh, where'd she get that from? Or not. Nah, she didn't, she didn't buy that herself. Oh, or, That's you, not yeah. her car. You know what I mean? So I want people to know, like, you know, this is all me, you know, um, I just was speaking, I just had another interview during the weekend. The first thing we opened with was, you know, you're the girl with all the furs and people be seeing you with furs and this and that. And I'm like, you know, and it's, it's such a way because that's how my interview opened. That was the first thing that was said to me, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, um, I know people see it, you know, but I just want people to know, like, when you see these pictures of me or, or if you see me out and about, you know, see me with something, this is me, you know, this is not, this is not coming from a man, mm. you know, this is my hard work or what I do. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I titled it Man in the Mirror because I'm a female, but people look at me and I, I'm the man out here. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why I, I titled it Man in the Mirror. And actually it's spelled woman, but the W-O was very silent. And then the M-A-N is capital. So it's man in the mirror. But I still wanted people to know that I don't want to be a man. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but I'm, but I can still be the man and be a woman. Yeah, I definitely. You know, because they never say when a when a when a chick is chick winning, they don't ever be like, oh, that's that woman. No, they don't. They don't. That's you know, true. but when a man is woman, when a man is winning, oh, that's that man. That's that nigga. You know what I mean? So I wanted to title it man in the mirror, but I'm still a woman at the beginning and end of the day. I think that's a, a a very dope concept, and I definitely get it. It makes it makes so much sense, as you said. Um, anytime we we associate oh you the man as any level of success, any high level of Absolutely. success, and you're Absolutely. right. We don't. There is no term for uh, a woman that makes it to that level of success. We don't have a term for that. They we just right. say Absolutely. oh she's she's doing well, she's successful. But right. I think that is a very interesting concept, especially just just the the visual that I'm getting when you explain it, as well as just the idea of you're right when when men look at or not when men just society when we see women that are affluent, successful, um, you know, uh, flexing on them, if you want to say mm-hmm. that is usually one of the first three thoughts that comes to that person that sees that. Well, how she get that? Absolutely. And then the Absolutely. second thought, and the second one of those three is usually, who who is he that got it for her? Who was the man right, that got it exactly. for her? Exactly. And right, exactly. Or what did she, you know, what, what did she do to what get is it? She doing to get that, yeah. you know, exactly. You know, and that's never been who Seth Wonder is. You know, Seth Wonder has always worked for her. You know, how whatever you see me, I have that. You understand? I didn't get this from doing this or laying on my back. I want females to know you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to stay true to yourself and stay dedicated to whatever you do, you know, and and, and, and shine. That's it, you know, and that's just who Seth Wonder has always been. Even as a as a young girl coming up, you know, in my youthful days, you know, I've always been that girl who, who had the latest on or, you know, the best dress at the parties or whatever. So this is just a part of who I am, and I just want to share this with the world. And I want to share these, most importantly, share it with females, with, with the youth that's coming up. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. You don't have to follow what's going on out here to 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 be in. You know, I was I was the girl who was amongst fifteen girls 
And I was the only one that wasn't doing what those girls were doing. Mm. But at but at the same time, I was the most popular one in my in my circle. Yeah. You know, so I just want them to know, like, sometimes when you stand out, you really stand out. Yeah. And and that's okay. <laughs> and that is okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and that just made me think of something um, that that you were talking about earlier as well as when you said uh, that other interview that you had where they brought up the fur coat and stuff like that. Nobody said nothing like that to Fab, Cam, Dipset when you know Absolutely. about 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 them, uh, or nobody says nothing about how uh, Future Amigos with all them change. Like nobody's mm-hmm. so I think it's a it's a definitely interesting and and smart concept of of the title, and I think a lot of people will be able to relate to it and and resonate and gravitate towards it because it is something that I think, especially in hip hop. Um, we need to address more um, than is currently being addressed. What type of production would you say we can expect from this, this album? Would you say something more of uh, like boom bap, um, more East coast sounds, or uh, is there a particular sound that you have for this album or it's going to be diverse? Um, This album will, it is kind of diverse, but more so it is an East coast sound. Mm. I'm definitely going to say that Um, a lot of stadium music. Okay. You know, um, I'm really big on on big music, you know, on big sounds. And um, we have a couple of those. Um, We have some some soulful sounds as well. But um, more so, it's definitely going to be East Coast for this project. Um, I have another project that's in the works, but um, that's going to be more uh, West Coast sound all the way. Okay. But um, that's in the works right now. Oh well, yeah, we 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 have, we have to get another interview then when you come out with that, as well as when uh <laughs> when this one drops. Do you have a a, yeah, a particular date when you anticipate this one to to drop, or you're still waiting on that? Um, it's actually yeah, we actually don't have a full date as of right now, mm-hmm. but it will be sometime this fall. Okay, so definitely. Absolutely. So definitely all the listeners out there, definitely stay with us. Stay checking in with us as well as uh, Sess Wonders pages. You can find um, all of her social Instagram uh, tags or names will be either Sess Wonder, Female Hove, or Sess Female Hove, or Sess Wonder. Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely go check Absolutely. out her pages. Check out our pages because we'll definitely keep you abreast on uh, the new information that's going on with her as well. Man in the Mirror coming mid, you know, in the fall, mid-fall. Um, right now, what we're hoping through volume one is out, um, on all digital streaming network services. Um, you can check it out on Title. That's the number one is streaming exclusively on Title. Um, it's on Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Look it up. That's wonder what we're hoping through volume one. Man in the Mirror EP will be coming soon. And this is it. We're here. Female Hope. And like I said, I'll, I'll second that. Definitely, uh, go get what would you, what would Hope do? Volume one, that's a good album. You can you can ride that in the whip. Hey, and she's spitting. So Absolutely. and like I said, definitely check her out. I want to say thank you again, Seth Wonder, for uh giving us the time and doing this interview. And no problem. And like I said, her music is dope, so I don't have to really push that. When you hear it, you'll 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 see what I'm talking about as well. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, I want to say thank you to all our listeners uh, for the Stay Woke podcast. You know, we have a podcast every Friday, so definitely check back in with us. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It's always appreciated. And check out our YouTube page as well. And uh, you know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more, man. We out.